0: It's one of those songs where you put the headphones on and you hear different things each and every time. A really great cut from the Neuron CD entitled Dance. That's a leadoff track called Wild Men of Borneo, right here on the Upper Room with Joe Kelly and WVOF in Fairfield, Connecticut. We are really honored to have on our show. We wanted to have him on for quite a while. Great uh, producer and musician. And, uh, He's a great artist. His name is Paul Adams, so we welcome him to WVOF. How you doing, Paul?
1: Good. Thank you for calling.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, that's right. You, you've got pictures of your dogs on your website. So how many dogs do you have right now? I have
1: uh, two dogs, mental health dogs,
0: uh-huh. and uh,
1: they're, they're great companions. They have a lot to teach us about simplicity and not sweating it.
0: Right, right. So... Uh, how about cats? Any cats?
1: Yeah, I do. I have a. Uh, I had two, and unfortunately, Rust Blacker didn't make it. So I've got a rusty cat that uh, actually the dogs found the cat out in the woods. Oh, it was probably on its last hour. It was just a skin and bones little thing, and Annabelle found it, and thought, well, we'll take it home, and we kept him.
0: Now, uh, Paul Adams is with us, and uh, his group, the Neurons, and you've got so many different uh, great things happening on this record. You know, we were talking off-air about Wild Men of Borneo. Uh-huh. Uh, something with the flute happened recently?
1: Oh, this weekend I was playing somewhere, and I, I made an error in my stepping. And I stepped on the flute that I used in, in Wild Men of Borneo and smashed it up. It was a Native American flute in E-flat, which is kind of a, a rare thing. So I'm, I think I've been successful. I've got it gluing up right now on a jig, and I, I think I'm going to be able to, to keep, keep it in the, in the play.
0: Right. So so you're out you're out in Illinois. How about the live music scene out there? Uh, what, what's going on? Well,
1: you know, I think it's a lot like everywhere else. Um, most of the live stuff is going to be you know your typical bar kinds of things, mm-hmm. and then of course since DJs have become popular in the last twenty years, there's always the uh, DJs. People are you know using that for weddings and things like that. But I think the the kind of stuff that interests us is twofold. Um, course my the guy i play in the neurons with dave hoffman he does a, a regular jazz gig teaching at a few universities and and uh, he does a regular friday night thing which for your straight ahead kind of jazz mm-hmm. and then for the unusual stuff most of the time we get work is in for unusual kind of uh, art openings that kind of a thing colleges uh something that's really eclectic uh, like that you know it always it's always accepted well but it's when you call somebody from out of town saying, "Here's what we do," it always sounds a little bit strange to them. But then, when they hear it, they go, "Well, oh, this is interesting."
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so we ought to give our uh, respective websites to the members of Neurons: uh, PaulAdams dot and davidhoffmanjazz.com. dot How would you guys wind up meeting?
1: Dave was was playing in a comedy club uh, a long, long time ago, and I'd left, I had heard him playing, and he was incredible. And so I introduced myself, and we kind of became friends from there. We started recording a little bit together. He played uh, a trumpet on my first album, Various Waves. And then uh, we started playing live. And uh, then Ray Charles called him up on the phone one day and surprised him and said, "We had joined the band." And he said, "Yeah." So the next the night, the next night, he was in the Hollywood Bowl, uh, holding down the solos, which was kind of cool. He had to borrow somebody's tuxedo to to wear at the gig. Uh
0: huh. <laughs> Yeah, so he so he did that, and he came. He he makes his home in Illinois too.
1: Yeah, he does. He lives in an old church about twenty miles outside of town, uh, near an apple orchard. Uh huh. As a matter of fact, I just just was there yesterday and picked about two bushels of apples from the from all the trees.
0: Right. Great to have friends like that.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: yeah. So the neurons. You also can get the CD at cdbaby.com, dot com, and and you've got a, a backlog of, of great CDs as well, right?
1: I have. Uh, Titles and Dave's got uh, six titles, mm-hmm. and yeah, most most of our sales do come from Amazon.com. Uh, CD Baby is always a good choice, but the digital download sales have been kind of interesting, and I think that those are fueled by people like yourself, uh, XM Radio, Sirius Radio, Music Choice, uh, and the satellites that that really you know say, hey, here's something playing right now, right. and you're able to look and see who it is immediately. And you're able to go over to computer and press a few buttons and find it. So it's a whole new way of, of reaching the public and of selling your work. It's, a, it's an exciting new paradigm.
0: So so you've been noticing a big, big change the last couple of years with the digital downloads?
1: Yeah, yeah. I have been. And, of course, a big change in, in our BMI royalties, mm-hmm. BMI and ASCAP royalties, because of that. But the exciting thing is that it's such a cool way to meet people. Um, MySpace dot com is another uh, resource for meeting great musicians. It's not a place that sells music very well, but um, I've met some of the best players that uh, I've had a chance to work with, and God, in the world, there it's just amazing.
0: So, so why don't why don't you give out your MySpace? Because I know you got a couple for for the band and yourself. Uh. Yeah,
1: mine is just real easy. It's just pauladams.org, dot or uh-huh. you could just Google the name. Right. The MySpace, we have a number of different, we have uh, the neurons, which is MySpace slash, my, excuse me, com slash the neurons. Mm-hmm. And then I've got a couple of my own, and I have a flute meditation site there. I kind of do a separate gig where I'm using just really uh, ambient kind of music and flutes, uh, and I use that in the mental health field. Mm -hmm. and also uh, it seems to do well like with massage parlors and that kind of thing so I've got like (laughs) a a flute site where people can just go to MySpace and listen to it and the links are all on the pauladams.org site Mm
0: -hmm. So we're going to get into another cut from dance and this is from the Neurons featuring uh, our special guest right now Mr. Paul Adams and his buddy Dave Hoffman Uh, Spanish Horizon tell us us about the guitar that, that you work on this record with
1: Um, The guitar that I play uh, usually is what's called the drop-thumb American fingerstyle guitar. This is a little bit different. This is more of your Spanish kind of approach. And we wanted to use that with some really interesting kind of uh, hip grooves that we were getting out of some percussion. And so it's kind of a mixture of jazz improvisation and the romance, that kind of uh, Moorish and flamenco type of guitar thing.
0: All right, we'll give it a listen right now here on The Upper Room and WVOF. This is uh, The Neurons, Spanish Horizon. From The Neurons, that's Spanish Horizon here at The Voice of Fairfield, WVOF. And uh, we've got 844. We're with you till 10, and we're really uh, having a great time and talking off air and all artistic stuff with the great artist and producer, Mr. Paul Adams. And uh, thanks to join us tonight.
1: Oh, thank you. It's my pleasure.
0: No, 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 I want to find out some of your uh, early background playing music. Uh, how'd you gravitate towards to, uh, this great thing, music?
1: Well, you know, as a kid, I just, of course, almost all children have a gra- they gravitate towards music, and you can see them moving their legs. Uh, and for me, uh, it was Bessie Smith and Louis Armstrong, I think, were the two things. And, and then some of the romantic composers I really, really dug. Uh, so my dad was a jazz trumpet player, and my mom was a painter. And I just had this natural inclination towards Louie and towards Bessie because they were just so rock and roll in a, in a way, so sort to of speak. Uh-huh. And then, of course, the folk stuff. I, I became really in love with the folk stuff in the 60s and then the experimental stuff with rock and roll and progressive rock. And uh, I was a little bit, well, a lot shy. And so I just started to start building musical instruments as a way to show off not have to get up on stage and i did that for quite a quite a long time building stringed instruments and then when this technology thing turned around i said you know what i think i better try doing some music
0: uh-huh.
1: about, i want to be 80 and saying gee i wish i would have so right. i got lucky the first album got a label deal and i think it was god's way of kind of sucking me in and saying oh here it's very nice pleasant thing <laughs> and uh after that, it was a little difficult because I left the label. And, of course, that means it's a lot of hard work for me. Mm-hmm. But at least I had the freedom to do what I wanted to do.
0: Now, now you still make guitars, right?
1: I kind of do. Uh-huh. I'm Right now, I'm having to do some work on my tools. But I really am miss it. I miss the smell of of the wood. Uh, the last thing I made for myself was an electric solid-body dulcimer with uh, matching uh, walnut burl that I had from an old tree. And it turned out really well. but I need to make myself another nylon string guitar, so I'm hoping that I can find the time to get going on that soon.
0: And Paul Adams is with us from the Neurons, and his website is pauladams.org, and uh, you can find out all about Paul and uh, the CDs through his illustrious career and work with Dave Hoffman. Uh, on your site, and this this is a uh, document on your site, really interesting article on... on uh, accident that uh for your hand and everything can you tell oh. yeah tell, tell some of the stuff people can look in depth that how you <laughs> adapted to it really I, great stuff
1: i took my daughter my daughter to a mother father she's the mother father uh, <laughs> and she's eight and and of course the, the one thing that she thought was that she would show off me she, she grabbed one of her girlfriends and brought her over so this is my dad and here's his finger it's missing And what happened is I I was building an instrument And I had an accident with my left hand And uh, missed, lost a couple fingers And we regrafted some of the fingers Mm -hmm. uh, By using skin from my thigh And it uh, caused me to change the way that I play the guitar Um, So I often will play in open tunings If it's a little bit easier for me to get around Mm -hmm. And I wrote an article about what I do And what others have done uh, in getting around the guitar after hand injury. And there's a link for that up on my website. Right. Uh, but it's it's kind of a cool. You know, Django Reinhardt uh, really only used two fingers, and he was pretty amazing.
0: Yeah, and and you, you have a picture of Django and yourself up there. And, and one of the things that it was really cool that you mentioned about B.B. B. King and, and, you know, playing notes, stuff like that, mm-hmm. how you adapted to the playing. And, yeah. Yeah,
1: you know, I've, there were... There were a few things that happened that really helped me, and that was that my limitation pushed me far beyond where I thought I could go. Uh, One example was uh, a really influential DJ, really loved the album and uh, put in the top five of the year. And one of the reasons he said that he liked it so much was that I wasn't using this particular kind of phrasing that a lot of people do. And, of course, I didn't confess to him that I didn't use that kind of phrasing because I couldn't, physically couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. And so not being able to do that caused me to find my own voice and to uh, construct the melodic line on what I could physically adapt my fingers to do. And it caused the album to have a real unique kind of color and a unique kind of image for people.
0: Yeah, dance has so many different sounds on it. And uh, what do you listen to nowadays for inspiration on your own music?
1: You know, I'm just, I love all kinds of music. I, I guess if I were to reach out and grab somebody real quick, of course, Pat Matheny is a big thing for me. I i love the jazz. I love the Pat Matheny. Mm-hmm. I love the rock and roll. I even have some guilty pleasures. Oh, okay. ACDC is a
0: guilty oh, pleasure. Oh, yeah. Great, <laughs> great stuff, yeah.
1: And, I, of course, I love the guys because they're so straight and honest. They're just nice down home guys,
0: you uh-huh. know,
1: and there's no pretense. Um, but I tend to like the progressive rock a lot, uh, Happy the Man. Uh, camel, caravan, soft machine, uh, those kind of bands.
0: So, so what, what have you and Dave been working on lately? Talk about a follow-up to uh, dance?
1: Uh, yes, we're going to do another neurons project. Um, I think it's going to be called Multiple Organisms. Uh-huh. I'm not sure, but this, somebody sent us this big old uh, picture of this big old phallic-looking stone coming out of a, a, a mountain.
0: Uh-huh. So
1: we thought maybe we'd, you know, with some humor, call it Multiple Organisms. And we'll probably kind of have it along the same line as the, uh, the neurons it is now when and that is that it'd be very eclectic right and probably one of the things we're going to do is to build it around an instrument a little bit more called the korg karma mm-hmm. and it's a unusually interesting instrument that uh, it's very dangerous to use because there's a lot of room for error but it allows you to play live and in an improvisatory way uh, that you don't have you don't always get when you're Locked into specific notes Uh, Other projects are um, The meditation music that we've been doing Has been really catching on So Dave is finishing up one of his projects And I'm going for a second Sort of Native American flute album That kind of caught on And uh, I I think that it's really nice To offer some peaceful music uh, today Because uh, today isn't very peaceful
0: Yeah, exactly
1: We need some peace
0: Right, right Uh, You know, we're going to go out with a track, The Pixelated Irish Groove, and it features... Who who are the Eagle Ridge singers?
1: I was uh, at an Indian powwow, and a lot of these Native American guys, they just loved to sit around and sing the old songs. And, of course, the musical structure of Native American music is a lot different than than ours. You know, it doesn't really have that same melodic, recognizable uh, approach. And I was taking pictures of them, and I didn't know that my camera was also recording audio at the same time. And when I got home, I found these really neat Native American drum grooves that these guys were singing and and playing the drum to. So I thought, well, that's cool. Why don't I put it in the computer and try to match it to something that uh, I can do around it musically? And so we integrated that into uh, a song called... uh, uh, Miles Red Cloud, mm-hmm. which was kind of a, an ode to the Native American stuff and an ode to uh, uh, Miles Davis as well. So those old guys with the drum circles—they there's something really spiritually interesting that, that they seem to conjure up when they get really going. And they gave me permission to use the uh, the tracks, and so that's I put it on the uh, the uh, Neurons album, Dance.
0: Uh, we're gonna listen to it right now, and if you missed out on this. Uh, interview will be airing, uh, the interview with additional songs uh, from the Neurons and Paul Adams at uh, UpperRoomWithJoeKelly.com. In a few weeks, sign up for our mailing list. But I really want to thank you for coming by the show. It's been real nice chatting with you.
1: Thank you. It's my pleasure.
0: And uh, say hi to David.
1: I will. I'll be seeing him tomorrow.
0: So pauladams.org and Uh uh, davidhoffmanjazz.com and check out uh, cdbaby.com. Also, Amazon.com for the neurons, and uh, this is Pixelated Irish Groove. Thanks, Paul.
1: Thank you.